Hello and welcome to Faith Talks. This is your host, Christina, and today I want to share a real treat with you. With episode one, we learned what a voice lacking faith could be saying to us in difficult situations. And in episode two, we snatched off those name tags and learned to build the conversation of our faith by believing in the power of God. But with this episode, I want to expose us to why it's so important to become the master of the conversation of our faith. Listen, I started Faith Talks because it was becoming evident to me that I was not the only one whose faith was derailed by the events of life. And oftentimes, if I'm honest, I felt like my destiny was too. If I was frustrated with the setbacks, I knew that someone else had to be. I desire to create a space here where we can all learn how to build a resilient faith that won't allow us to forfeit destiny when challenges arise in life. So today's episode is all about exposure. Now, I originally titled this episode something totally different in my planning some time ago. But just before I was scheduled to release, I heard this word and it was exactly what I felt like was needed to tie this all together. Exposure literally means the condition of being subject to some effect or influence. Now, exposure therapy in the medical community is used to treat generalized anxiety disorder, social anxiety disorder, depression, and even PTSD. Now, you may be saying, whoa, Christina, those are some heavy hitters. I know, but if we're honest, sometimes we go through things that have such an impact on us. We find ourselves retreating. We find ourselves even getting down into a depressive state. We find ourselves not necessarily knowing how to socialize anymore because of the things that we've been through. And I just wanna expose us to a faith that is resilient enough to get us back up and get us back on track to purpose. Faith produces hope and hope produces the patience that we need to stand in order to see the providential positioning in our lives. Have you ever heard a song on the radio for the first time? Maybe you hated it. It wasn't your jam. But a month later, you hear your song, your friend jamming to it. Maybe they send it to you and tell tell you, girl, this song is blessing me. (laughs) Maybe you saw a pair of shoes and you were like, oh, I can't stand those shoes. Then you see everybody rocking them and you're like, hmm, maybe I should get me a pair. Yeah, that's exposure. (laughs) Psychologists have found that attitudes toward an object can be changed through persuasive messaging. Why do you think that Burger King runs the kind of commercials that they run? Because they're exposing you in order to change your perspective. (laughs) Our attitudes about an object are generally positive or negative. However, the mere exposure to that object can lead to more liking and thus a more positive attitude toward that object. We have the idea and the mentality even to expose our children to greater things, expose our children to the things they could become. And I'm just I'm just willing to believe that if you are exposed to people in the faith community who are walking and using and operating in their faith to go and get destiny, go and fulfill purpose, that you will be excited to do the same thing. So I want to introduce you to a very special young lady that I feel like is just doing the thing. (laughs) 
Erica McAfee is the founder of Sisters in Loss LLC, a faith-based grief and pregnancy loss coaching company that helps black women turn their pain into their purpose after loss. Sisters in Loss provides consulting and coaching services to help women step beyond anxiety and fear and into trust and peace after loss. Sisters in Loss' goal through courses, retreats, and conferences is to help women minimize regrets, maximize memories, and manage their path forward after loss. Its self-titled podcast spotlights faith-filled Black women who share miscarriage, infant loss, and infertility stories and testimonies to heal, gain clarity and peace, find hope, and empowering path forward after loss. Launched in August of 2017, the podcast has a community of 8,000-plus sisters in loss. Erica is a grief and pregnancy loss coach, pastor's wife, and mom to two angels in heaven and one rainbow baby, Maxwell, also known as Super Mighty Max. She is an alumnus of Virginia Commonwealth University with a BS in chemical engineering, and (laughs) she is a fellow violinist and former cheerleader like your girl. So I would like you to position yourself and get ready for this powerful story. Welcome to Faith Talks, Erica. Thank you. How are you? Doing well. How are you, lady? I'm doing good. <laughs> doing well. Good. Before we go any further, I have to say happy birthday to you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yes, thank yes. You. Birthday turn up in full effect, right? <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I know you just got back from being with um our girl SJR how was yes, the retreat it was amazing and oh my goodness I was just looking at tickets this morning like they're selling out next year already and I'm See, like I'm trying oh, to get my budget together Sarah give me a minute on. right like Sarah like what are you doing <laughs> right trying to get our coins together <laughs> yes so yes she, yeah it was amazing um God just moved mightily, and I, I'm going to be in the room again next year for yes. sure. I just got to get my coins together for sure. Exactly. Now, I need to put that on the list for sure. That's sliding right onto its own little slot in the budget because mm-hmm. <laughs> God moved so mightily. I was able to join online, and I'm like, next year, I have to be in the room. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, I am excited to have you on, Erica. I did a formal introduction of you, but I will say that it has been some years. I'm not going to tell our age. How about that? (laughs) It has been some years since we've had an opportunity to talk, but I have, I guess what you would call Insta-stalked you over the years, 
and watched your journey evolve into this beautiful and just a fabulous work that you're doing. And I'm so excited to have you a part of Faith Talks today. I had not had an opportunity to tell you, but I had pre-planned this episode, obviously, and I had the title already planned. I had sent you the questions. And then you know how it happens. God always has a way of intervening right before something happens to do what he wants to do. And Mm -hmm. so we actually switched the name of the episode to Faith Exposed. Yeah. Yes. Because I think it's so important for women to see other women that have gone through things such as loss, that have gone through things such as depression, gone through things such as a radical life shift, but come out on the other side of that thing and walk in their purpose. And I think you are such a great example of walking through a season of loss, but turning that pain into purpose. Yes. Thank you so much for that. So I want to jump right in, if that's okay with you. If you don't mind, would you share with the listeners a bit of your story, and then we'll dive into some questions. Yes. So um, like she said, I have a podcast called Sisters in Loss, where Black women replace silence with storytelling around pregnancy and infant loss and infertility. And I ended up starting the podcast because there's a lot of podcasts out there as you all know (laughs) there's so many out there but a lot of them weren't focused on sharing our stories these stories from um, a black woman's perspective as a woman of color's perspective and our journeys to motherhood whether it's you know if we've lost experienced the loss of a child or we've battled infertility and you we're still on that journey Um, and there are a lot of wanted to give us a space to do so and tell it in our own way and that's kind of how the podcast started but before then really what pushed me to do this is um, just my own personal journey you know I experienced two losses I lost a baby at birth at um, I was about 39 weeks along and he passed shortly after birth and then after that pregnancy we we tried again and got pregnant again and we lost a baby a baby girl this time the first one was a baby boy the second one was a baby girl um in our second trimester around 18 weeks so um and then i had a traumatic birth experience with my son um who you know who i was able to keep earthside he's here with me um and i ended up um losing my uterus i ended up having a hysterectomy during that sir that procedure or that traumatic birthing experience and that led me on my own infertility journey and so that really was the real reason why I really wanted to start interviewing people because I knew people had experienced loss like I did but I was really curious as to women who have not yet to get pregnant or were experiencing secondary infertility like I was well you know I had a child prior and just could not get pregnant again how their journeys to motherhood would look like and how how are we exploring different paths to motherhood because it's not just you know white people who are having surrogates and adopting babies you know black people are doing as well so yeah kind of a selfish journey as well you know I really wanted to interview women who were surrogates and their thought process on how you know, them actually carrying someone's child. And then, of course, women who are actually 
you know, in the process of, of actually having and interviewing surrogates and getting the embryos placed in the surrogate and going through that process. And then, of course, the adoption journey for people and just to really give people an idea that there is no right path to motherhood or right. parenthood that you can get there as long as you have faith in God and you really trust and believe and you got to do the work. And I think that's the biggest thing that I really am stressing now is just we have you have to step out on faith in order for God to bless it. Like yes. there's no there's no way of being, you know, selective in how you surrender yourself to God. You have to just put it all out there and say, God, I'm stepping out. I'm walking. I'm doing the work. I'm going to the doctor's appointment. I'm going to the follow up. Exactly. I'm going to go ahead and get this injection in right. my, you know, my backside because I know that this is the work that it's going to take for you to bless me on the other side. So that is a little bit about my story, my journey, but um, I love, I love the title of the podcast because you know, I'm all about how, how faith moves. <laughs> yes. And you know what? I loved so much of what was already written in your bio and already written about sisters and loss. I was like, this is all up in the Kool-Aid of what we're talking about today. And even as you were just sharing, you segued me right into the first question after you walked through those series of losses that you experienced, where do you feel your faith was? During our first episode, we discussed Job's wife and Martha and Sarah and Hagar. Do you feel like during that season of your life, you could relate to those ladies? Um, you said Martha, Sarah, Hagar. Who who was the other woman in the Bible? You Job's said? wife. Job's wife. Oh, girl. <laughs> Yeah, right. I think I think I I was probably after my first loss. I think I was probably like Job more than anything because I was just like, you know, like why God? Why did you take all of this from me? And then I, you know, especially since you know, I felt like, you know, I had kind of was on this this path of um, I was on my own. I would say. I call my experience after college before getting engaged, my own little Platmus experience. Like I was in, I was in, um, in Platmus like John in Revelation. And I was really asking God to prepare me for marriage, really prepare my mind for what it was like to be single, to be dating, to be really on my own. Cause I was in Texas. I was, you know, 1200 miles away from family like I was just there by myself right and I I needed I felt like I had that opportunity to really heal my heart to really do the work inwardly and mentally and then wow. really get to get myself right with God exactly um, and, and my own personal journey so I felt like when I got married and we were ready to start a family I'm like God like I you we did Right, right. <laughs> why work. are we here? And I trusted you throughout yes. this. You know, why did you take all of this from me? Yes. And I was, you know, during that time, you know, my husband's a pastor. So we were going, still going to church. I didn't yes. want to go to church. <laughs> I was like, really? You want me to go to church? Right. What am I going to say to these people? Exactly. Like, I'm not happy right now. I'm mad at God. Like, right. I like, I do here. not have a posture for these people right now. Right. And I don't want to put on a front and a face and, right. and, 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 and be all in people's faces when I'm just not happy right now. Wow. And I think he understood that and he supported me through that, but he was going through his own grief too. Absolutely. So I had to, rec- I had to recognize that and get to a place where I was like, you know, I kept saying, why me God to a place of why not me? Right. Like, why not 
Oh my goodness. Why am I not that person that you have called to, you know, really release people from? Yes. Person in my little circle of friends who actually was pregnant. So like, I'm going through all of this, you know, I got pregnant, I had a baby, we didn't bring the baby home. And then they're like, okay, well, how do we support Erica through this? And, you know, you still got to go back to work. You still got to go back to somewhat of a normal life or what that, yes. that looks like. And I had to get to a place where I started to say, why not me? And really what took me to that place was actually going to Bible study. And I still go to the same Bible study to this day. It's called um, Bible Study Fellowship. Um, BSFinternational.org is the website. It is. world it's a christian bible study it's women from all denominations that go to and we really strictly just stick to the bible we don't really talk about what's going on in each of our churches because it's people from all denominations and all walks of life and um in one of our bible study lessons we started to study hannah wow and um i got to a place when we studied Hannah I was like oh lord I don't want to hear about Hannah right here we go (laughs) like like, here we go Hannah and her and her prayers right really it took for me to actually study study Hannah and be around amongst a group of women because it's a small it's a small it's a big large bible study but you break up into small groups so it's probably no more than 10 to 15 women in the group and we we actually deep dive and went through all the questions about Hannah and God spoke to me mightily during that bible study through those other women and they didn't know that they were you know everybody sees the bible different and i just i think that's the the beauty of being in in community around other christians especially other christian women especially women who've experienced loss before and to hear their you know even though they might have been different than mine or they may have known someone who lost a child but to hear their interpretation of Hannah and Hannah actually, you know, going to God in prayer and being, you know, how she was envious and jealous of Panaya. And even though how Panaya was was really envious and jealous of Hannah, because right. you know, Hannah had had her husband's eye. And just really how they thought about it, it made me really change my mind. It's like, why, why not me? Why, why can't I be like Hannah? How come I can't pray like Hannah prays? Yes. For the next bless me to get you know I had to get to a place where I was just thankful that I had the ability to get pregnant naturally and I didn't have to go through you know a lot of other treatments like a lot of people do where it's a little harder for them to get pregnant naturally so yeah I had to get to a place of just being grateful and just being thankful like thankful like it, just, it takes a long time to get there I'm not gonna lie right but um it took me a long time to get to that place but Hannah did it so I went from being like Job to being <laughs> like Hannah wow um and I really prayed. I really prayed. I journaled. Um, I started to see a therapist that we really loved that really could teach us and guide us scripturally and, you know, biblically. And that helped in a whole lot because it's different to have a therapist who may not be able to give you that guidance. But when you have one, you hold on to them because you know that they are praying for you and praying for your where you get there so they so God has given them the discernment and the guidance and the things that they need to say to you so that they they can help you 
move another notch on that journey. And I think that that is what helped me get to that question from from why me to why not me. Wow, and that really, is so it's powerful. Still, it's still, I'm still on that journey. I think now I, I've been reading a lot of Naomi right now, and I'm like, shoot, I think I'm Naomi. Right. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's so it's funny like, you say that. I recently <laughs> read her story. I listened to a message on Naomi. I said, wow, I think there's some things in there that maybe I didn't see because I had not been through what I've been through exactly. now. And I said, let me go back and visit Naomi because maybe Sister Girl and I have some things in common. <laughs> no, we do. And I and I kind of how I feel now. I feel like I'm more of a Naomi now. Naomi did lose two two sons. Right. So very similar. She lost two two kids like I did. You know, she did lose her husband. She had these. The she lost her sons. She has has all of these. Um. You know her. Her, her daughter-in-laws that she's trying to help along and I feel like you know my roofs are all the women that I'm helping not necessarily to find their Boaz right um but you know to find Get to you purpose. know whatever their path yeah. yeah whatever their path is and um yeah I've just been really studying Naomi recently just because I feel like maybe that's where I am now you know? wow <laughs> that's so powerful well you actually answered one of the other questions I was going to ask you, which was going to be, if you could isolate some specific steps that you took to grow your faith, what would they be? And you've already answered those, but I would just yes. resound. I say Bible study. I really, I really believe in being in community with other yes. believers and really studying God's word and hearing how people interpret God's word and how God really, and the Holy Spirit speaks to them through his word yes. in Bible study. And I believe that that is so powerful. We don't do enough Bible study, especially in the black church. Right. Bible study is more or less, <laughs> you know, a church service. No, I'm talking about actually getting in God. What the Hebrew meanings of words are with the context wow. of the actual what's yes. actually happening during that time in the Bible and really going deeper into really the under meaning of it because I think a lot of people don't realize I mean I, I guess in women's women's Bible studies we really go into just the contextual contextual being of exactly how women are treated in the Bible right how we were um, oppressed and wow. the uh, the thought process behind that and how that plays a role into today. You know, really bring that back to today. Are we really have we really grown that much? And what are we right. doing to bridge that gap? And I think that Bible study really helped me, I, and it still does. I, I I I believe I go to my personal church's Bible study, but I like BSF because it's women from all walks of life that look different than me that have different experiences. And I think I learned the most being around just a bunch of different minded people. It, it helps out so much besides going to therapy. I think therapy is also amazing. <laughs> yes. I high five to that. I will absolutely say that is part of the reason that I started this podcast is because I recognize that as I was going through my own challenges in life, there would be times where my faith stalled. There would be times where my faith was not as resilient as it needed to be. And I said, wait a minute, Christina, let's let's really figure out how you can build this resilient faith that's not going to stop you every time something challenges you in life. And I wanted people to hear exactly what you just said. It's important to build your faith community. And I will absolutely high five you to therapy. I think it's so important to find a 
a great therapist that has the same belief system that you do find a Christian therapist that can walk you through those steps of recovery, of healing, Mm -hmm. of grieving, whatever it is you need to do, Mm -hmm. because we've got to get to the other side of purpose. And I want to talk about that with you. Oh, absolutely. How do you feel like your faith impacted the way that you grew in order to get to where you are now, which I feel like is just walking in such a, a great and high purpose? I believe, oh, my faith has truly played a role into that because if it wasn't for um, me being faithful over the small things that I, the small blessings, minute blessings, like the minute Come on and teach. That I have been bestowed with, you know, like I, you know, um, a little, a little bit about why I think that my faith is so strong now is because I struggled, you know, I did not, I did not have two babies with me. And then I almost, I literally almost lost my life with giving birth to my son. And I believe that coming out of that whole process and really understanding how critical it was and really, you know, my family got called and I lost a lot of blood. I had to get like eight blood transfusions. Like it was a bad situation. And to come out of that, in my right mind and yes. to come out of that still breathing still able to walk and yes. not have any issues from that and to still be able to say I have my son who's a miracle in wow. himself as well that I, I, I just am grateful for that and I think that those going through the trauma that I went through with my two losses wouldn't have gotten me to that place where I can just be, I can wake up and just be thankful just to be alive. And I think this being, just being able to count those small blessings is how I continue to grow my faith. And I believe that that faith, um, stepping and doing those small little things, just being grateful, those small things has grown me to a place now where I'm in a position and I was telling my husband this earlier today and he was like, Oh, you preaching. But I, I, I so <laughs> believe this. I believe that if I am not truly going to do the work, God is not going to bless it. So yeah. if I'm not, I'm, if I'm, if I'm not stepping out, if I'm not making a move, God is not going to bless whatever, whatever I want him to, to be faithful on, you know, so I'm going to be faithful to, whatever um, I feel God has purposed me to do. And, and at this yes. time, you know, I feel like I'm on an assignment to tell the untold stories of, of black women who've gone through infant loss or infertility. And this is the assignment I'm on, but I think there is some yeah. purpose in that, 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 you know, he wouldn't have taken me on this journey <laughs> if I right. to get to this place. But, but um, if I did not go through those things. So I feel like now, um, to step out on faith and, and, and I guess can, the biggest thing for me now is to really um, go to the next level and do something do more of a conference or a retreat and it's something that yes. I, it, it's in the works right now but I was telling 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 my husband I was like you know I can't I can't not go to that next level without stepping out on faith and just right. saying that you know Anyway, God, you're going to bless it. You know, I'm going to be satisfied, but I have to right. make this move 
in order for him to bless because I know that there's so many more lives to be touched so many more women who are going to lose babies or who are battling infertility and they're going to need a space a safe place that they can go so they can get the healing and then they can be in community because community is needed no matter what journey we're on any kind of trauma that we face we all need to be in community with one another especially as believers as we go through this life journey together so um I, I truly believe that you got to step out on it. And it, it, and it's gone. It, it definitely guided me to my purpose. And I think that ultimately, you know, this is, I know that this is what I'm assigned to do, but um, I know that God has called me to a greater purpose. And it definitely has to do with just helping women through their journeys of life in general. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Now the dynamic here for you is that you got your bachelor's in chemical engineering. <laughs> Right. And that's where you started. <laughs> right. It's and funny. so and it's I still, love that part so, of your story so because funny. I think for <laughs> those of us who, you know, for myself, for instance, and I have a, a really great sister friend who is like me, you know, we're planners down to the last detail. And God has done a great job over the span of my life of showing me that, Christina, you can make all your plans. Mm-hmm. In the word of God. You can make your plans. but I'm going to take your life. And there is this thing called divine providence. I've already set the order for your life and I need you to have faith to get to where I need you to be. And so I love that you have this great dynamic of being this, you know, you call yourself, you're a self-professed nerd. You call yourself a nerd and you're this chemical engineer. And that's already a huge win for the black community, women in the black community. That's already a huge representation, but I just believe that God knew he could trust you with a body of women that were going to be broken, that were going to need healing, that were going to need that space, like you said. Um, and it took you, you know, activating that faith to get to that place. So I absolutely oh, am you. so proud yes, to look you. over the work that you have done and how you are just climbing. I looked at your page and I was like, okay, girl, <laughs> <laughs> you're, you are, you are booked and busy. I am so excited that you you're taking speaking engagements and you're really journeying this truth of the story of black women and the infertility rates and, you know, deaths in the black community on the, the operating table, the birthing table. I love the work that you're doing. And I feel like you've given a voice in the black community to women that have suffered miscarriages, women that have had fertility struggles, women that have suffered loss. And I think that giving this space to women and being a believer is such a powerful thing for the kingdom. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And it's, it's such a, an amazing network and a community of women. I just came from dinner. Um, I'm in Tennessee. I'm in Nashville for work this week. And I met with someone who, who is a part of the community and we talked wow. for almost three hours and it's so crazy because you know this one life event this one minute chapter in both of our books of life have connected us right yes we talked about so many other things you know how you know what God is doing in her life and just how her faith has wavered and how much she's getting stronger and just her relationship with her husband and I mean we just talked about so much but you would just never know that that one little that one little chapter that one little right. thing that happened connected us and we're able to connect on a deeper level because of that and I just I love I love that a part about just being connected and just being in sisterhood because I think that we yes we don't we see all the negative and bad images of black women 
on TV, right? Right. So it's good to actually have some some offline connections with women, and it's not like that. It's just pure exactly. joy, pure peace, just pure just love and appreciation of just our stories and just being able to say girl I've been there like right (laughs) I understand we understand you know but God is working on us and just to share you know what we've learned on this journey and I think that that's that's so powerful and I love I love that about um, the Sisters and Lost community they they have taught me how and I have learned how to heal on the other side you know yeah going through my own journey just how what healing looks like on the other side and I'm I'm grateful for them well I so appreciate you being a part of Faith Talks podcast today your story is phenomenal and I do hope and pray that you have reached even that one woman today you provided a space for her to say you know what I thank God for just one woman who's willing to stand up and champion the cause that's willing to stand up and create that safe space. I thank you for being the representation of the woman who touched the hem of his garment out of her faith, believing that she was going to be made whole, believing that there was a greater purpose for her life besides what she had gone through. Um, we, we talked about last week, taking off that name tag. You don't have to wear the name tag of infertility, or Mm -hmm. you don't have to wear the name tag of divorce. You don't have to wear the name tag of depression. You can take that name tag off and allow your faith to propel you into something much more powerful. And so I am so excited to have had you on the show, Erica, and I pray many, many blessings over all that you will champion this year. Absolutely. Thank you so much for the opportunity. And I love what you're doing. Continue to walk in your purpose. I love thank you so much. And I would say we won't go back to how long we've known each other, but oh my gosh. (laughs) It's a blessing. And I think that's the great part of social media too, because we get to stay in contact, even though we don't I may not talk to you every day, but I see you, girl. (laughs) And look, I appreciate that. (laughs) Well, tell everybody how they can connect with sisters in lost um social media online. Because you've got some great stuff going on. And I want women to be able to connect with you. Yes, absolutely. So you can find Sisters in Lost. We're, we're everywhere on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter at Sisters in Lost. S-I-S-T-E-R-S-I-N-L-O-S-S. And you can follow me. Um, oh, oh, also, you can follow the podcast um, um, at Sisters in Lost Podcast. It's found everywhere um, that you listen to podcasts. And then you can follow me personally at Erica and McAfee on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Yes, ma'am. I love it. I hope that everybody listening gives gets an opportunity to visit, listen to the podcast. You've got some great stuff going on over there. I am inspired as a mommy myself looking at you and Super Mighty Max and your journey is inspiring. I love it. (laughs) And so I do hope that those listening have an opportunity to visit the page. You can connect with Faith Talks on Instagram at Faith Talks with Christina. You can send us some messages in our DM. You can message us through the um, the podcast app. Let us know how this episode affected you. Let us know how you were um, you were positively impacted by what Erica has shared today. We're so grateful for having you today, Erica. I'm gonna pray us out. Thank you so much no for problem. being a part today. Thank you. 
Father, we're just so grateful. We're grateful for the other side of pain. We're grateful for the other side of the process. We're grateful that there is divine providence over our lives, Lord God. We're thankful for the purpose that you've called us to before we were put into our mother's wombs, Lord God. We're thankful for every blessing. We're, we're thankful, God, for everything that you have done that preceded what we've been through, Lord God. Thank you for the grace to get it all done and to walk in it gracefully, God. I pray now, Lord God, that you would bless everything that my sister touches, Lord God, from this day forward, God. Supernatural power over her life, Lord God. I pray her marriage, her her family, Lord God, be blessed and all that she does. Safe travels upon her, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Touch every life listening, God, with your mighty, powerful hands. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 Thanks for joining us, Erica. No problem. Thank you so much. Absolutely.